Our guest in this episode is community supporter and general manager of Tarrytech Computer Consultants, a Compass MSP company, Jamie Kudla. Jamie and Tarrytech have been supporting Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley for over a decade by offering their expertise on technology wishes and IT support for the Wish House. So, Jamie, welcome to the Wish House podcast, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me as a guest. Excited to be here. Absolutely. I, I got to say, you know, adding the a Compass MSP company is kind of a new thing. I mean, you guys just got acquired back in the summertime, right? Yeah, yeah. That's exciting stuff for us. So uh, my wife and I, we owned and operated Terry Tech Computer Consultants for 18 years. And uh, just recently, you know, within the last couple of years, I guess there's been a lot of mergers and acquisitions going on in the MSP space. So we are an MSP, which has for managed service provider. So, you know, for a lot of reasons, we were considering, okay, do we become part of a bigger company? And we had, you know, had the conversation back and forth, my wife and I, a million times. And ultimately, we decided on, you know, merging with a larger company, Compass MSP. They're based out of Hartford, Connecticut, because what it allows us to do is it gives us access to, um, and look, Terry Tech had a great team and great clients and great technology but in order to compete and grow and help move forward, aligning ourselves with Compass gives us access to more tools, more money, more expertise, more solution, more cyber solu- cybersecurity solutions. So all of these things, you know, we combine our companies and I can help move my clients forward and future clients forward with more and better technology. So it's, it, made, it made a lot of sense. Absolutely. Especially after the, the craziness that we've been going through for the past couple of years, I'm sure that definitely alleviates a lot of stressors and, um, and, and, and really ensures, like you said, that the, that clients like us here at make wish Hudson Valley have the proper support. And, you know, we're so happy to, to have you guys back in the fold. So to kind of a little peek behind the curtain over 10 years ago, we got aligned with you guys and we kind of brought you guys in as our technology gurus, you know, as our it support, um, yeah. because prior to that we had another company, but you know, we also were still growing as a chapter technology-wise. Um, I think that's one of the things a lot of people don't really uh, fully grasp is that we are an, a chapter of a bigger organization. And as a result of that, the assumption is just that, you know, we have all this amazing support, including IT. Back in the day, that was not the case. You know, right. we had a lot of t- all of the chapters were really kind of uh, responsible for their own IT support locally. Um, and then a few years ago, they decided to kind of streamline things and provide additional, you know, overhead, I guess, support for all chapters. And as a result of that, unfortunately, we had to let go of our relationship, our working relationship with Terry Tech. Uh, but the great news is that we've been able to bring you guys back in in the past year um, to kind of continue to provide the support that we need. We had a lot of things that came up over the last year outside of the pandemic. Um, right. But, you know, we had some major storms, which knocked things out. Prior to our manager of philanthropy, uh, we had our, our database manager, that was our previous uh, title, who was really in charge of overseeing our IT. And prior to her, it was me kind of overseeing the IT, you know, locally. You still get involved, I'm sure. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're never getting out of that 100%. I bet you're still involved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, and it's funny because when I first started with Make-A-Wish 14 years ago, you know, it was it was kind of like you're the youngest one, so you you kind of and I and I and I like that kind of stuff. Like it's interesting to me, and um, you know, so it's so it was just like a natural fit for us as a chapter because I was helping the chapter because it was an area of need, but at the same time it was an area of interest for me. So I got to learn a lot of stuff from from all the people that you uh, that are part of your team. You know, like Edison and you know and Lenny and and all the guys that 
you know, are associated with Tyrotech throughout, you know, Jeff and, you know, just everybody. They've been absolutely amazing. And even having conversations with Jasenia, you know, from time to time, it was always great because you're able to build that, um, that relationship with a company. And I think that is what kind of stands out with you guys as Tyrotech because you, you got, it felt really like you guys were like us, you know, you were really there on the same level as us talking with yeah. us as opposed to talking down to us, if that makes sense. And, and that really helps support us on a, as a small business um, to really do the best work that we can to provide ultimately the most amazing life-changing wishes that we can for our wish kids. So, you know, we started with you guys back in 2010. That's when we first uh, you know, linked up. You know, how was, how was it that you first heard about Make-A-Wish? Because for those that don't know about our where we're located in Tarrytown, you know, our property where our wish house is, it's there's three major buildings and the and we're the third building all in, all the way in the far back right of the property. But the first building when people first come in through the main gates was actually the building that you guys were based out of for many many years and you guys also just a few years ago moved, you know, a little bit further down the road. But uh, but that's kind of how we first kind of knew of each other. But how was it that you really first got connected with Make-Wish um, other than just being on the same property? So I think Make-A-Wish has a big name, right? You're certainly national, if not international organization. And you're obviously associated with doing you know, great things for the community. And I guess I didn't realize when I first got started working with you, uh, the local focus, and I'm sure we'll talk about that later, but, you know, always knew who Make-A-Wish was, at least on the periphery, you know, what you did and the type of organization that you were. Honestly, I think that we got connected. I, I don't remember who reached out to who first, but I almost think that somebody from the wish house came over to my, you know, my door, knocked on the door and said, Hey, we need some help with fill in the blank, you know, and that kind of started the relationship. At that point, we were probably a much smaller company, you know, at the time that we sold to um, Compass MSB, merged with Compass, we were about 25 people, but we were in on the same campus with you for nine years. And then we moved to a couple places since then too, but we were there for nine years, but when we first started, when we first moved in, I think we were, you know, two, three, five people, maybe something like that. So we started the relationship that way. And, you know, so technology has its own challenges. Every business has its own challenges and you got to design some workflows and you need to be efficient with challenges or with, with technology. But something else that's unique with the campus setting that you described, and, you know, obviously not everyone's been to the wish house. The campus is absolutely beautiful. It's, you know, I don't know how many years the, there's a main building on the campus and it's probably been there for 150 years and it was somebody's estate at, at some point. So the, the campus is two other buildings. There's the Wish House, which I think is the carriage house for this main property. And then there was a newer modern building that was built like the 50s or 60s, which is the one that we occupy. So the third challenge or the other challenge that there is with your building on the campus is that the internet, and I know this because we worked with you guys for so long, the internet comes into the street, comes into the basement of the main building, goes through a pipe to the uh, uh, you know, the basement of the, uh, of the the mansion, and then goes over to Make-A-Wish, right? So there's the challenges of just the, the physical location of your building. Then we got to, to know that stuff really well and working with you. Yeah, you and know, as, you're, as you're saying that, it's just bringing back all these, uh, you know, just like, you know, flash memories of figuring all the logistics of those things out because again you know we do amazing work but we wouldn't be able to do the work we do uh without our technology support you know without our access to computers and the internet 
Um, and because our, 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 our property is so, um, you know, is such an older property, it's not, it wasn't set up for internet, you know? So they really had to, you know, think outside the box, I guess. And they were creative in how they were able to get sure. a line to us all the way from the street in the back of this property. And it's right, you know, our, our building, our wish house was the carriage house for the main estate, which funny enough, total random tangent, but funny enough, uh, I think it was maybe like seven or eight years ago, we had someone just randomly drop by our wish house and uh, an older lady. And she said that she had, she was visiting from England and that she was the, she was part, she was the, the youngest child of the last family that actually lived in the really? state mansion. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh, and she man. says that they used to have an Italian gardener that used to live in that carriage house where our office is now, um, that used to live in that, uh, in that carriage house and used to maintain the grounds and make sure that really? the family had everything they need yet. Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty, bananas. that's pretty fascinating. I never knew much about the property, but that's pretty fascinating. That's interesting that this woman stopped by. I'm sure you guys, I'm sure everyone was like eating it up, right? Here, oh, sharing this information. As a history buff, I was just yeah. like, tell me more. Let's sit down and let's talk more. Because yeah, yeah, I mean, actually. there was always one of the biggest questions that I had because, you know, at the bottom of our uh, of our of our carriage, I guess our wish house, there was always this like this weird door and it was get over. It would get flooded, you know, whenever it would rain. This is just something random. Right. That's just like, again, behind the scenes stuff at the wish house. Yeah. But and it didn't really affect us and we weren't really responsible for it. But it was always a curiosity for me. of What, what was this? room because it was like literally a stone room that would just get flooded over every once in a while she ended up telling me that that's where they used to keep back in the day they used to keep ice and meat and all this stuff in there and um it was just bananas it was just just the the insight of how life was back in those days it's just really amazing and then obviously you talk about the mansion and the mansion's just absolutely beautiful um you know they i remember going in there um, many times, you know, obviously when we had to do stuff for the IT stuff, we had to go down to the basement, but everyone was always so gracious to show us around yeah. in the main house. And I just remember going to uh, their kitchen area with a butler's pantry and they had a whole wall full of, I guess this was high end technology at the time, yeah. but they had a whole wall of buttons and they were all like call buttons for all the bedrooms in the mansion. So if uh, someone was in a room and wanted to call down to the butler they would hit that button and it would ring a bell downstairs. It was so cool um, to see that kind of stuff. Again, we talk about technology of what it was then. You fast sure. forward it to now and how how technology has evolved. And I think one of the biggest and, and one of the main things that we wanted to work together on was creating our was giving us the ability to be mobile, you know, as a staff. And I think that's one of the things I worked really closely with with Edixon on because um, at the time. Whenever we had a in our area in the northeast, especially in Tarrytown, huge trees, very mature trees that sometimes would fall, and you know during right. you know heavy storms and things like that, it would impact us directly because we would lose our internet. Um, you know there would be you know, you know when it was snow, uh, there was always issues with snowstorms and us just getting to the office. So one of the main the first things we wanted to do was you know through thankfully a grant that we received through the Carvel Foundation. We were able to invest in our hardware and our technology, and we were able to upgrade from just desktop computers to having laptop computers. Yeah, and I, remember, I, remember, I remember that. That was like a big deal, right? That was oh, revolutionary. Huge. Edison did a great job working with, with you and Tom and identifying you know, the best way to work. And, and from what I remember, there was you know, a, a couple monitors and there was a docking station, right, so that you could you know, have the, the full experience when you're in the office. 
but you could pick it up and you could take it with you and you could still be productive from other locations. And let me tell you, and, and it's, it's been, it was the best investment that we ever did as a chapter because now you fast forward it to March of 2020, right before yeah. the pandemic, you know, was getting started. And we were at the time of when everything got shut down, you know, the first thing Tom told us, Hey, grab your laptops. We'll probably be back in about a week after this all kind of calms down, but take your laptop with you. And, but we, that was never an option prior to that. It was always like, take your hard copy files, take, you know, whatever you can. And, you know, and it was, and it was like a a, a bigger project. Now it was just like, literally just grabbing our laptops, putting it in our bag and leaving. Going back to a a point that you made earlier. um, Well, I guess maybe to talk about Terry Tech and Compass MSP, you know, something that we always like to do, obviously we like to work with local companies, right? Local, Local organizations, but in, in doing that and identifying partners, right? We always, would position ourselves as a partner, right? So lots of people can fix your, your mouse, your monitor, your keyboard, your printer, work remote, whatever it is. But when we position TerryTech and Upcompass MSP, we always like to talk about ourselves as being an IT partner, right? We're going to sit on the same side of the table as you. We're going to help you. We're going to understand your business. You can tell us what you need, the way that you work. And together, we're going to come up with a, a technology direction that's going to work with you. So in the truest sense of the word, working with you guys, it was always a partnership. Um, you were always very engaged. You were very open in regards to or, or meeting us and, and having these conversations and engaging and talking about technology. So we may be a great company. We, we may have done great things, but a lot of it, and at least half of it, comes because you guys are so open and willing to have those conversations and embrace those conversations and help us come up with that direction. And together, we were able to put this thing together. And something else that I want to mention, too, is that, you know, we were fortunate enough to, you know, have worked with you for as long as we did. And I can tell you that, you know, there's a buzz in the wish house and you guys are always, you do a lot with a little, you could probably have, you know, in the perfect world, you'd love to have double the staff, right? The economics probably just doesn't work out. And, and, you know, obviously your mission is to bring um, wishes to children. So you want to operate efficiently. So being in the wish house and seeing this go on, I can, I can say firsthand that, you know, technology works really well for you and it was really important to you. And you put together these solutions that allow you to do amazing things with just a, a, a small staff. So it was it was great. When we worked together, I loved it. It was a fantastic partnership. We did good things together. Absolutely. And that's just how it's impacted us, you know, on a day-to-day, just operational-wise. But, you know, you guys have also offered your expertise on wishes as well. You know, I mean, we had, you know, I think one of the first ones we we partnered on was for a wish kid. Her name is Adele. Her wish was actually to build her own computer, and which was a very unique wish, which obviously when she came to us with that possibility of a wish, immediately we were like, well, we have to get connected with Tech because we don't know how to build a computer. I mean, she was great in that she knew she had a wish list of all the components. She knew what she wanted, right? Exactly. So it was all we had to do was really give that list to you guys and then have you guys work together because... It wasn't that she wanted someone to build it for her. She wanted to physically build it herself, hands yeah. on. And that was something that, you know, you were able to, to, you were instrumental in coordinating the right tech to help with this pro- this project, ultimately, of putting it together. And we actually have had both, you know, your representative from Terry Tech come to our wish house and our wishing room. Adele was there. And literally between the two of them, they just started putting it all together. Cool. And Funny enough, and this is a, a great, great uh, kind of tying a bow on, on this particular wish that we had worked together on. She actually reached out to us last year 
because that which I want to say happened like maybe 2013, 2014, something along those lines. That computer that she built along with you, you guys lasted her up until last year. Hey, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. And then she and then she and she had like this whole um, Facebook story about it. I think she called she even named it her, her computer, gave it like a special name. And she was just like that. It, it carried her through her her treatment process. And then obviously it went through her high school years and then college years. Uh, and now oh. she's, and, and, and it was, it wasn't just a computer, you know, it wasn't just the components and stuff. It's like, but you guys really helped her, you know, look forward to something and ultimately it directed her whole life because then she went, she wanted to go into the technology field. Wow. That's amazing. Oh, that's you know? great. I, and I that's didn't know that of, about that. So that, that's amazing. And that's the type of impact that you guys have by working with us on creating these these amazing experiences for our wish kids. Because since then, you guys have worked on, I think off the top of my head, I think around four wishes on kids that either wanted to build their own computers or uh, wanted a computer setup. So you guys, when we've had these kids that have asked for computer setups at their homes, you guys would then go and set everything up for them and literally just show up and it's all connected and ready to go. They don't have to worry about anything. And that's what the type of you know, impact again that you guys have on the community by providing this type of service to for us and ultimately for our wish kids. So it's awesome, man. Yeah, and I would like to you know take credit for that, but I really can't. It's really my team. You know, so I can facilitate this. You know, you guys can come to Terry Tech Compass and you can you know ask for assistance. Of course, we're we're always willing and, and ready to help. But I put it out to my team and I explain the situation because I really don't have the skills anymore. I used to, but I doubt maybe it hurts a little bit to say that, but yeah, so it's really my team, you know, they're all raising their hand. They're all volunteering and, you know, to borrow a word that you used uh, earlier, some of the setups that they put together are bananas. Yeah. <laughs> they are. I mean, they had liquid cool. One of them had, you know, it was like, you know, red cooling tubes with, you know, water that was going through. They were really amazing. So the team, you know, it was really a, a, a labor of love and they put this together and, like you said, they were willing to go on, on prem and, and help them out. And you know, I think some of the some of the things that you guys could do, I don't know your number one wish. I suspect it's probably like a trip to Disney or something like that. And during the pandemic, you know, you really couldn't do that. So if we had the opportunity to help you out to help grant wishes um, in um, with a computer and technology and that kind of thing, and that was a good option for you. It's awesome. That makes it even better. You know, that opened up some opportunity and some options for you and your team to, to grant those wishes. Absolutely. And definitely technology wishes were at the top of the list during this time of the pandemic. A lot of kids were unable to one connect with their family and friends because oh, of yeah. they were quarantining. Um, yeah. So, and, and obviously they couldn't travel at the time. So, you know, a lot of kids opted to change their wish early on in the pandemic from whatever it was, whether it was travel or something else to having a laptop or having a new setup at their home or having, you know, other types of technology upgrades in, in, you know, as a wish. So you guys were kind con- were always on our top of mind for us, you know, because you guys always went above and beyond to ensure that the kid had a great experience. And, you know, a lot, you know, you kind of said it before you alluded to it, but I mean, your, your guys also donate a lot of their time, you know, that's in kind that you guys are giving, you know, to us and, and we can't thank you guys enough. We're so grateful that we have, you know, you guys in our corner to help us on these types of wishes and, and kudos to you and the entire team, everyone that's a part of it, because uh, you, you guys are truly changing lives when you're working with us on on wishes. And um, and even even on the, on the other side to that, you also support us on events 
I mean, you you sponsor you you're, you've been sponsors for our, our walk, and you know you've done journal ads for our wish ball. I mean, you've done you you guys are not just you know there when we need them when we need you. You guys are there all the time supporting us, and I think that's something that we wanted to highlight on this episode of the podcast is showing that you know our partnership is not just surface level, just technology. That it's it's beyond that, um, and I think that's something that you know you guys have we got to give you guys the kudos for that because I mean, that comes, that starts from with you and then it permeates through the rest of your team. So we can't thank you enough for all of that. Yeah. And I would encourage anyone that's listening, obviously, if you haven't been to a wish ball and, or you don't know that much about make a wish as an organization, go to a wish ball. They have really amazing events. First of all, what your team puts together, always a beautiful, spectacular evening. It's a fun night to go out, you know, get to go to some of the local venues and just have a fun night out. But really, I mean, the, um, the stories that you tell, the you know, it, it really gets you behind the the movement, you know. And there's the the woman that started the foundation uh, or started Make a Wish, and, and you know, to hear her story. And I didn't know any of that that background, you know, the the first wish child. Um, and then there's always you know families from the community where they're they're highlighted in the um, you know the uh, introductory reel and that kind of thing. Um, it's really moving. And, and so if you don't know much about Make a Wish, go to one of those events and this. There's no way that you can't get behind your organization after you attend one of those events. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. And coming up in mid-May is going to be our, our next wish ball. So May of 2022. Oh, is it person again? Yeah. We're going to come back in person. First oh, time. That's the plan. It's the, the plan is going to be in person. I can't give all the details now, but for those that are listening, this is the teaser. Mark your calendars. Have the midweek of May towards the end of the week. That's my, my hint. Um, mid month at the end of the week, we're going to have our wish ball back in person again. That's the plan right now as it stands now in December of 2021. Um, so we're really excited to get back to some sense of normalcy again with our wish ball, getting connected again with our donors and, and all our, our community supporters. Um, because like you said, the wish ball is kind of a, a memorable night. I mean, we, we really focus and especially with our anniversary year that we're currently in, um, oh, I didn't know that. It's an anniversary year. I didn't know yeah. that. Our 35th anniversary is happening right now, all the way through April 3rd of 2022. So, um, so that's 30, 35 years for Hudson Valley? Yep. That's amazing. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah. And again, we wouldn't be able to do the amazing work we do without the support of local vendors like Tyretech and like you guys for helping us. Because um, like you said, it, it, it gives us the ability to be more productive and uh, and allows us the flexibility to work from home when necessary, which came in clutch for this period of time, which we, yeah. at the time we did it, it originally just for weather. Yeah, we right. did it for weather. It was because of snow and because of flooding. And, you know, if you're in the area, you know that these are things that happen all the time, especially on the Hutch and other places, you know, other highways and, and freeways around the area. But man, when, uh, when the pandemic, and we had no idea that we would be here two years, you know, almost two years later, still relying on on our our our, our portable laptops that give us that flexibility to work from home when necessary so it is it, it's been like i said it's been extremely helpful for us and you know one of the things that um that i wanted to touch touch a little bit on was that you guys also have your own podcast it's called better faster stronger which you host so tell us a little bit about the podcast where can people listen to it Sure. So uh, thank you for bringing that up. So the name of the podcast is, uh, well, the website is bfsmetro.com. It's better, faster, stronger. So basically I reach out to business leaders in the New York Metro business community 
And I ask them questions about, you know, how did you get there? You know, it's a way that they can impart and share their wisdom and, and you know, tips and tricks and that sort of thing on how they help uh, get their, make their businesses better and faster and stronger. And we talk about that. These are very successful people, influential people in the community. And it's really a lot of fun. So I get to get a lot of information and learn about what they do. And it's really fun to share it with other business leaders in the area. What a great way to share information, great way to help everyone move forward together. So it's been a lot of fun. We've been doing it. It's over a year now. And uh, we've had a lot of success with it. It's been a lot of fun connecting with a lot of people. And I think we're doing a lot of good with it in terms of sharing this information with New York Metro business community. That's awesome. Yeah. And we'll be sure to share a link in our show notes for those that want to tune in. Um, That's right. And then next up, you know, one of the things that we like to do on our podcast is we, we like to talk about is our shooting star segment, which is a series of questions where you say the first thing that comes to mind. So I'll just throw out some questions to you and, and we'll kind of go from there. So out of all the years that we've been connected together in partnership on wishes and, you know, and, and just on the same property and all that kind of stuff, what would you say is like your favorite Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley memory working with us? I gave that some thought. I would have to say, I wouldn't say that there's one particular event, but it's definitely the Wish Balls in general, you know, um, going to those events. And it was really eye-opening, what you guys do. And it helped me get behind your, your mission a little bit more and know what you do and, you know, how connected you are with the community and all the, um, really the lives that you change. So it was really the Wish Balls. Like I said, it's always a fun night out that second day, but really you know, getting behind the mission, understanding what you guys do. It was really, it really opened my eyes, you know, life-changing in, in that capacity, 100%. Yeah, and 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 props to you, man, because you also would buy a table and you would bring all, you would bring your texts and have them, you know, there with you, you know? So that was also kind of great. I wanted them to have that experience, right? So like I said, when you sit there and you see it, it really changes the way, you know, that you think. And I wanted them to have that experience. So yes. We've done that several times. I'm telling you, it's always great to uh, to see you guys in a, in, a, in a setting where I'm not sweating bullets, you know, where like I'm like stressed out, panicked because we're not able to get onto our server at the office. Yeah, right. you know? yeah, I usually see you when emails down. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, so Although was, I'm telling you, you're always working those events too. You're always doing something with technology, you're always doing, you know, helping with the, you know, the the audio visual and stuff, but maybe it's a little bit more relaxed. You know, maybe have a drink or two, you know. Oh yeah, at the end of the night, at the end of the night, I'm definitely having that that you know drink um, to celebrate the, our success as a team, you know, for the wish ball because it is, you know, it's like a marathon, man. And then once you get there, it's just kind of like that release afterwards. Like you just can't help but just kind of smile and know that you're you're what we what we're doing there is really raising you know a third of almost a third of our our, our cost for the year. You know, just the amount of work ball. that must go into putting that event together and for it to go off as well as it does. I can only imagine. So at the end of it, you got to just relax and feel great about it. You know? Yeah, it's always fun. It's always fun. And, you know, next up, you know, the other thing I, I wanted to ask you was, you know, you've you've obviously you've known about Make-A-Wish since forever. But, you know, what would you say is like your favorite wish that you've heard about either that you've worked on directly or, you know, indirectly through your 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 team or another wish that you may have heard of in the news or on, on the ESPN, my wish series or, or something else, you know, what would be one of those wishes that kind of stand out for you? Maybe not your favorite, but one that you found you connected with. I love the ones when the kids, they want to be, you know, a fireman or policemen and, you know, the, the entire uh, fire hall or the entire police department, they rally behind it. It's awesome. Right. And they put together, you know, these missions. And I think it was a couple of years ago, obviously pre pandemic, 
Um, but there was a local wish uh, where it was, you know, the, I think it was a police department and, you know, they put it together and they put together, they, they were going after, you know, bad guy. I don't remember who the bad guy was. And I think it was even like a superhero, like a bad superhero, you know, or not a, a villain, I should say, not a superhero, but they were going after a, a villain and they, they put together, you know, a wish for this kid. And it was amazing. And he was there. The kid was there. And, you know, I think he showed up and he had, you know, the, the police fatigues on. So he was still part of the, the police force. It was awesome. So those, those are definitely my favorite. Oh, that's awesome, man. And I'm curious, you know, given that you've seen all these wishes kind of happen, you know, if you could have a wish, what would it be? And, and just to remind our listeners, you know, we have five formal wish categories, which are to go, to be, to meet, to have, and to give. So out of those five formal categories, what would be your wish? I think it would be to go. And I think it would be to go to ski in Europe. I don't nice. know where, but maybe somewhere in the Alps would be nice. Very nice. Yeah, we've had some kids in the past that have wished to have uh, similar wishes. So you're, you're right in line with them. So that's awesome. Uh, and, and, I'm, and, and kind of the other thing, I, which you kind of mentioned earlier, you know, what advice would you give to someone in the community that, you know, has a, a business like yours that has a particular skill set that they are offering? You know, how, what would you tell them to kind of get them connected to either Make-A-Wish or another nonprofit in the area that could be, you know, could benefit from that type of service? Get involved. Definitely get involved. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, all the years that we own Terry Tech, you know, we would try and get behind, you know, nonprofits and, you know, different organizations and that kind of thing to, to help move forward. The thing that really resonated with me and other nonprofits in the area as well, you know, feeding Westchester being one of them as well. I like it because it's, I can see the impact that it has on my community. So selfishly, you know, I, I want that little component, I think, as opposed to, and look, I think all these organizations are fantastic but if you're a smaller part in a, in a bigger charity you know maybe you don't get to see firsthand the good that you're doing so on some level i think if we're involved in the, the local ones i feel more connected and i want to help the people that i know so i always say get involved That's awesome. find out what they did find out what they, they do meet some of the players meet some of the people and you know, you'll, you'll want to be part of it that's great and and in one word how would you describe make wish community you're connected to the community, you're helping community, you're working with community, and uh, yeah, community. That's great. And let me ask you one last thing. As you know, our president CEO, Tom, is retiring at the end of the calendar year. Share with our listeners a little bit about your relationship with Tom, because I know Tom has you know, offered referrals you know, uh, to you and, and all that kind of stuff over the years. And um, you know, so just share a little bit about your experience working with Tom. And Tom, he's such a nice guy. And every time that I would meet with Tom, it was, you know, pleasantries back and forth, you know, how's the family, how's the business, that kind of thing. But then you get right back, right to business, right? So Tom was, was you know, always 100% behind Make-A-Wish. You know, what he's done for your organization is tremendous. How many wishes did Tom actually grant under his? Oh, man. Yeah, this was, uh, it was, a couple, yeah. it was a couple thousand. It was 18. It was, it was like over 1800 wishes. I think it was like 1850 wishes. I think off the top of my head, something it was, like that. It was tremendous. I mean, so, you know, Tom was, was all business. Um, but you know, I think in the same spirit that, you know, we would engage with your organization, he would do the same thing for us too. So I can't tell you, you know, how many countless times, you know, if I was you know, uh, looking to get business from somebody else in the community and they were looking for a reference from somebody that I've worked with, you know, Tom was always the first guy to come to mind because first of all, the, the organization is a big name, right? You're, you're well-established. So, you know, I was always very proud to say that I was working with Make-A-Wish and I think that we did good things with you. But Tom was always the first guy to say, you know, anytime that you need a reference, 
give my name. You don't even have to ask, you know, just put it out there and, you know, we're willing to go to bat for you guys because, you know, you do good things for us. So, you know, he was uh, totally dedicated to the Make-A-Wish cause. Uh, I think he did tremendous things. I know he did tremendous things for your organization, but in the truest sense of partnership, which is always the people that we wanted to work with, Tom was right there on the other side, you know, reciprocating to us too. So it was, it was great. I, I really enjoyed working with Tom. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jamie, for taking some time out and sharing your your experiences with our chapter. You know, again, this is this podcast is a celebration of our 35 year anniversary, but it's also to highlight our partners in in care of our wish kids. And you are you and your team there at Terry Tech are really integral part of our history as well. You know, for over a decade, you guys have supported us both behind the scenes as well as with our wish kids. And again, we can't thank you and the entire and everyone there enough for your support on in the community so thank you well pleasure's been all ours very humbling to be you know a small part of you know the the greatness that you guys uh, you know bring to the community every day to our listeners remember you can always refer to our show notes for additional information about the topics we discussed today we invite you to rate review and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcast to help us reach as many people as possible about our wonderful mission Special thanks to the executive producers of the Wish House podcast, Jillian Rodriguez and Sydney Wolf. Shout out to Wish alum Brian Chin for providing our podcast theme music. And finally, from all of us at the Wish House, stay safe and healthy.